0: What's up, Hawk fans and supporters? Welcome to The Talk of the Shore. My name is Raylan Wardlow.
1: And I'm Langston Frazier.
0: And The Talk of the Shore is uh, a new podcast we're starting. Uh, uh, it's going to be different than Hawk Talk, which already happens with uh, Will DeBoer. Um, whereas Hawk Talk is more, you know, who, what, when, where, why with the game. We're stepping away from the game, getting to know our guests um, on a more personal level. And so, you know, each week, you know, whenever we, you know, are doing the podcast, we'll, you know, have our guests here. And we'll just, you know, talk to them about them as people, get to know them, you know, coaches, players, you know, in the campus abroad. And so uh, that's kind of how, you know, how we will go with this podcast. But one thing we will do each and every podcast is uh, give you a HBCU fact or, you know, just a strictly Melanesian shore Shore uh, fact. And, um, Lacey, you have a HBCU fact for us today.
1: Yeah. So, the fact of the day is how many pro
0: Hall of Famers went to an HBCU? Pro What's your guess? Football? Football. For football. If I had to guess, I would say like 20. I would say 20. I was going to say 20 or 25, so I'm going to go with 22. Okay. 22. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's actually 30. That's a 30, really, okay. really, really, really good right. guess.
0: So, I was close. That's about what? About
1: 10%. 10%. Okay out of nearly 326 hall of famers so okay. that's a lot of people absolutely nearly 10 percent, like you were saying mm-hmm. um so one of the cool facts about the hall of fame is one of the uh, hall of famers actually went here mm-hmm. to umes or back then as it used to be called maryland state college mm-hmm. art shell classes 67 um again went here to maryland state college and he was inducted into the hall of fame in 89 Really good guy. Played in two Super Bowls, 16 seasons. Um, And, you know, he happened to win the two Super Bowls he was in. He was a tackle. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the cool things about this university. Our football team obviously stopped in late 70s. -hmm. But we're really proud of our football heritage.
0: Absolutely. And um, I've I've only been on the Eastern Shore for a while. But uh, I I actually got a chance to meet Mr. Shell and uh, some of the biggest hands I've ever uh, seen or actually, you know, gave a handshake with but he was a good guy it was good to you know meet him and uh you know speaking of like you know meeting that's you know that's how we always start with the podcast and then um as i mentioned earlier we're going to get to know the guests we have but i feel like as hosts we need to let the audience in on who we are i think that's important and so we're going to start you know langston what brought you to uh university of maryland eastern shore
1: uh well what brought me to That's was my education that's what i'm here in here for the most and that's um,
0: why everybody
1: should be that's here. that's why everybody yeah. should be here yeah. um but i'm a senior in the pga golf management program it's only hbcu in the country to have this distinct major yeah. so i um originally when i was looking for colleges um i originally wanted to study, uh history and politics thanks Barack Obama shout out to Barack <laughs> and then Obama. fell
0: shout out to o- Barack
1: Obama. Obama real great guy so then I kind of fell up upon this program that I can still do something that I love which is golf and still do something that I'm passionate about which is news and kind of blended it together and I can still teach people and be involved with that so that's kind of how I got here um during my sophomore season was kind of looking for something different to do kind of activities um and Fell upon Discovery UMS, which is our on-campus uh, TV station, Hawk Radio, which is our radio station, and kind of fell in the athletics department. Um, and I love sports, and I knew that we had a men's golf team um, and, you know, different sports. And I can cover sports and, and film them and talk to the players and the coaches and, you know, laying it here. been
0: here three seasons, and I've loved every minute of it. All right, so um, where are you from again? I don't know if you said where are you from. I'm from Bowie, Maryland. Bowie, Maryland. About okay. 20
1: minutes outside of
0: Annapolis. Okay. So, uh, and this is something we'll do with all our podcast uh, guests. Bowie, Maryland. Three words. Three words. That, you know, I, I can Google Bowie, Maryland. Okay. But you as a resident native, somebody who grew up in Bowie, Maryland, what's three words you use to describe Bowie, Maryland?
1: Uh, I would say lively is one. Okay. Um, active would be another and thriving would be a really third good word so, so, to use right.
0: lively active and thriving why
1: Huh? i would say lively um it's a very middle class community it's a very young um community so uh i think the schools are great and people are really you know active and lively and they do a lot there's performing arts centers the schools are really good the library is good um, there's malls and whatnot around the area. So people are always about like you can never go somewhere and not run into somebody You don't know. So I go to giant my local giant. That's okay Maybe five minutes from my house and every time I go in I run into somebody I know I don't well Whether I'm at home for like winter break or spring break, but I'm home just for the summer for a couple minutes Every time I go out I run into somebody I see I um, when it comes to people being active, there's a whole bunch of trails in the community for riding bikes, and there's parks and whatnot. Um, so it's a really place to like, grow up and be active, skateboarding. There's a skateboard park that not a whole bunch of communities have. We have a dog park um, that's really, really active. My dog absolutely loves that park. Okay. Um, and then I'll say— What it's kind de- of dog? I have a standard poodle. Okay. He's eight
0: years old. A standard poodle? Yeah. I'm, I'm not very— What's a standard poodle? I just know poodles. She's like
1: a purebred poodle. She's okay. not mixed with anything. She's straight up. So she's res- not a mutt. No. Okay. Straight up poodle. Standard poodle. Yeah. Got it. So I think I think she loves it, and she's always had a blast there. Um, and then third. The word I chose was striving. It's in Prince George's County, also known as PG. A lot of people get mad for people calling Prince George's County PG, but I guess it kind of works hand in hand. Um, I use it loosely. Uh, I tend to not try to all the time, but, you know, I think it's a great community. It's one of the richest um, African-American counties in the country. I've I've heard that
0: numerous times from numerous people from PG County. Yeah. So I think it's a great area. Please don't come get me. I want
1: want no problems. So I think it's a great place to live in. I've enjoyed my times that I lived there for the last maybe 10, 12 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's what I would describe Bowie as in a nutshell. Okay. So where are you from? And like, what would you describe your town or your uh, city as in your three words?
0: Uh, Well, originally I'm from Greenwood, South Carolina, not to be confused with Greenville. Um, that's where I'm originally from, uh, for me to get to, you know, I I start by saying just how I got here, uh, you know, as a high schooler, uh, I played sports all throughout, played football, basketball, I ran track, um, fairly successful, um, in those on the high school level, um, had some college aspirations to play basketball, but, you know, decided not to pursue those. And, um... Also, while I was in high school, I worked on the yearbook staff for two years. Um, and that's what kind of got me open to uh, journalism. And then also, uh, you know, you talked about Barack Obama earlier being like an influence. I mean, obviously, he's an influence for me as well. But for sports, you know, media, for me, it was Stuart Scott, you know, rest in peace to him, uh, who for me growing up was one of the you know few African-American faces. that oh, yeah. was Truly, you know, on TV and not just on TV, but he was bringing, you know, our culture, our flavor to Sports Center every night, and that was important to me. Um, you know, just as a young black kid growing up yeah. in the South, and so uh, he kind of you know was one of the influences for me. Wanted to get into this field, which led me to go to uh, my alma mater, South Carolina State University. Uh, I was a journalism major there. Uh, the program was fairly new at the time, okay, and so it you know I was there was growth because you know the students we got a chance to you know just really whatever we pitched that we wanted to do. The professors were for. And nice. so it gave it gave you a chance to really, you know, discover your creativity. And so um, I have a lot of classmates who are, you know, in the business doing well right now. And so um, also while I was there working within sports, I, I started working in the media relations department uh, at uh, South Carolina State, which uh, led me to, uh, you know, leading me, which led me actually, you know, to working with, you know, football team, basketball team, uh both men's and women's, and then softball as well, which led me to grad school at uh, IUPUI, which is a short version of Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Um, so it's two schools put together? Or um, is it... You can say that. Uh, there's programs from Indiana, and there's gotcha. programs from Purdue. Okay. And they're both, uh, and it's in Indianapolis. Okay, so it's actually... like a hybrid campus, like kind of blending two-in-one. Uh in a, in a sense, yeah, but it's still a Division One gotcha. university, uh, you know, and it's actually right in the middle. Of, it's about an hour from IU's main campus and an hour from Purdue's okay. main campus, right in the middle. So, uh, also in Indianapolis in the state capital. And uh, so I went to grad school there, got my uh, master's in sports journalism uh, in 2016 uh, after college. And... Um, Really great experience. I got to work in the uh, at the Indianapolis Star there, which is you know the top newspaper there. Uh, working in high school sports, college, a little bit of professional, you know, because the Colts are in Indianapolis, the Indiana Pacers. Also had a Triple A baseball there, and so I, uh, you know, Indianapolis was really good for me, a lot of experience. Um, but also I worked in a with a company called Advocates for Athletic Equity while okay. I was there, which was a uh, some a lot of you know sports administration, media relations kind of nice. things. And which led me kind of back to, you know, getting back into media relations okay. uh, at a college, and uh, which I had, like I told you before, I had done some of mm-hmm. while I was in school, and uh, led me to uh, apply for a job here in the athletics um, department, and I've been here for, uh, January will be two years. Nice. And so, um, coming up on my two-year anniversary, I guess you could say, of being here at Maryland Eastern Shore, and, and you know... Now being here at Maryland Eastern Shore, I work with, you know, all sports yeah. in a, some form or fashion. But my main job as the media contact mm-hmm. um is for men's basketball, uh, men's and women's golf, which you know you're helping me out with a lot this year, uh women's tennis, uh softball, and then I picked up volleyball nice. this year. So um Do you have a favorite? Uh Personally, like favorite team, no. Like I, I, I all of the athletes, I, I look at them. I look at them the same. You yeah, know, they're all student athletes, they're all like trying to find themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, in their matriculation through the university, but uh, just trying to be there for them. Is, okay, is, is whatever I can. Nice. Like I mean, it's no secret. Like the only sport that I just named that I've actually played was basketball. Okay. And so I, I enjoy. You know. You know. I, it's probably one of the ones I watch the most on my free time. Mm-hmm. But. Um, after working in sports, you know, as you, you know as yeah. well, when you work in sports, uh, I, I don't run home to watch games all the time because I work at sporting events a lot, so I don't even watch the game the same as, like, a typical fan.
1: Yeah, and, and the the funny thing that I see about that is I, I was thinking about it this morning because we kind of give prizes away for students attending games, mm-hmm. and Something that I've realized is that ever since pretty much my sophomore year, I've watched it behind the lens of a camera. I've mm-hmm. hadn't sat down and watched a basketball game. So when people ask me, in you know, twenty years, how was your college experience when it comes to sports? It's all been behind a lens of a camera.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a different it's a different element. Um, especially like for me, you know, writing recaps for games and things like that. Sometimes I have to like step back and turn off like the. SID yeah the you reporter know, for those side of it, SID yeah. is it's sports information director which um you know I have to turn that like lens off a little bit mm-hmm. and say look let me just watch it as a fan yeah. like if I'm just watching the game what am I seeing the coach players what's you know what's going on in the game to help me you know yeah how's the interaction yeah between the to two? help me effectively uh write recaps for it and so uh that's you know how I got here um And for my hometown, like you were, you know, for three words for my hometown, Greenwood, South Carolina. uh, First one is Southern, Uh, you know, off off the bat. It's not, you know, I I don't like sometimes when people aren't from down South, when they try to, you know, have this illusion of what (laughs) down South (laughs) is. The only thing you all have correct all the time is it's hot. Yes, it's hot. Uh, Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, If if you like hot, it works. as As a high school football player, I have... Practice in one hundred and five degree heat. Ooh. What like not I'm not talking heat index. Oh. I'm okay. talking the degrees is uh, one hundred and five. No so way. I <laughs> I I know I've had my fair share of uh hot days. So I mean, but Southern from the standpoint of uh the hospitality aspect, the uh, the accent, um just the way people move the way people t- i mean we speak to everybody like yeah. when you walking down the street, people speak to I've noticed that it's not i mean no offense to like a New York city or some or like you know some of the places up there like mm-hmm. people if people walk down the street and they bump you they're they like, say, Excuse oh, me. Yeah. like they they speak everybody speaks to everybody no yeah matter, and you know, that's, no matter what. that's
1: what happened to me first time I ever went to Georgia, I was actually on the way to my my what part of Georgia uh i think i wanted to say i was just outside of atlanta okay and i was no i'm sorry it was savannah that's where i was at and so i was on the way to my internship and i went into um (laughs) the red robin and you know the the i guess the attendant at the door came up and opened Mm -hmm. the door for me and it was like hi how you doing i'm like huh because you know i'm from billy i think billy is a great place and we have a red robin there too but they, they don't, don't do that go, they don't robin go open the door and hold the door for no, you no, no, no. so i was like okay that's pretty cool and then i've always had a positive experience down there I actually lived in florida for a couple months so mm-hmm. that was really cool and people are people are generally nice down there. yes
0: and and then also to you know cuisine wise you know as far as yes, when you're riding in my hometown, people are selling watermelon. People are, on the side of the road. Oh, like yeah. Not in the store, like on the side of the road. Water, it's a normal thing. Watermelon, cantaloupe, uh, you know, peaches uh boiled peanuts a lot of people up here do not know what boiled peanuts are if you do not know get familiar well i don't know uh, you have to get familiar boiled peanuts i i have not had some in years i've had peanuts but wait. not boiled no, peanuts. i cannot wait to get my hands on some boiled peanuts. <laughs> everybody from down south knows what i'm talking about interesting with boiled peanuts and then the second word for me is family uh my family's all in south carolina you know um and then also, too, just the aspect of family in my hometown. Uh, not, you know, you can't really go around uh, town, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. And not really, uh, you know, see people you know. Uh, happens to me, too. Know. So uh, I say family, just that's kind of self-explanatory. And then also my, my third one would be growth, uh, because my hometown is not a very big city. Okay. Uh, you know, I if I had to you know, compare it to something on the Eastern Shore, I would say it's like a Cambridge. Okay. I would say it's like a Cambridge. You know, like Cambridge has Walmart. Yeah, we have Walmart in in Greenwood. We actually have two Walmarts and a Publix. So like I said, when we've grown, that's why I say growth because when I was growing up, it was one Walmart. And (laughs) then when I went to college, came back, there's Publix. Yep. Boom. Same thing. Graduate from college, come back, another Walmart. I came so, back.
1: We had a Chick Fil A. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I mean, we always had Chick Fil A. Oh. We, <laughs> we well, we well, we just had a
1: closer one move to me, so it's now it's like uh. right down the street from the high school, so yeah, it's like,
0: like accessible. Yeah. So I mean, you know, but you know, the the, the especially restaurant wise, you know, we have we just got a Panera Bread. Like, you know, so it's growth. In, yeah. in the town, uh, you know, I mean, no, the interstate, you you can't ride on the interstate and then just get right off and mm-hmm. be in town. No, but you know, there's there's growth there. We have our own little, I guess, little pocket, okay, of the upstate of South Carolina. Shout out to the eight six four, and so yeah, that's that's what I would say about my hometown. Sweet, that's that's really interesting, and it, and it's
1: nice. I think it's a good topic to really start a show off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah and sure. you get to meet your guest and and who's coming on the show because they're really friends of the athletics department and friends of the university. So it was just like getting a deeper dive of who they actually are behind the scenes is what I would think of it as.
0: Actually. And, um, you know, next, you know, next week when we have our first guest, our first guest, uh, you know, unless something changes, uh, will be Trevor Callerman, who, uh, if you do not know him, he's the head women's, uh, well, not women's, head volleyball coach because uh, we don't have a men's volleyball team. So yeah. he's the uh, head uh, volleyball coach here, and we'll have him, and we'll, you know, kind of just chop it up with him, discuss, you know, different things about Trevor and his life. Uh, he's also a Southern guy, so, you know, that's a good thing. But a different, a different kind of Southern, and yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, next week. Next week when he comes. But, uh, yeah, that's that's it for today, you know, just uh, getting to know us, Um uh also, uh, for everybody out there, please follow all our uh, social media handles uh, for the Hawks. Uh, the main one is Hawks Sports, And, uh, you know, each sport has their own uh, Twitter individual from their Twitter individual handle. Twitter. Also on Instagram. Yeah, E-S-Hawks. we're at ESHawks
1: on Instagram, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, you can find us at Eastern Shore Hawks on Facebook. And, of course, for everything athletics, you can find us at EasternShoreHawks.com.
0: All right. And uh, we want everyone uh, who's listening, watching, to uh, join in on the conversation. Uh, use the hashtag TalkShore. That's T-A-L-K-S-H-O-R-E. Or you can email us at uh, TalkShore at gmail.com. If you have any questions you want us to answer personally or any questions you want us to ask future guests or just anything you want us to address on the uh, podcast yeah. here, um, we're, we're open to it. And um, also... Um, Follow me on uh, social media. Uh, do not slide in my DMs <laughs> if you are a student of this university. Don't do that. It's uh, not smart. Please don't. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Raylaw, Ray Law, R A Y underscore L A W 12. So Ray Law 12. And then also on Instagram at R underscore Waterlaw, W A R D L A W.
1: And you can follow me. Super simple. You can find me at Langston Fraser on Twitter um, or you can find me on LinkedIn if you really want to I don't care but follow me on Twitter I'll take your questions I also have another podcast that I do that you guys might want to be listening to it's the Langston Frazier show if you ever tune in but don't forget to like subscribe give us a comment on uh, the show what you want to see coming up next and what future guests you want to hear from
0: now, LinkedIn is different. Now, it, yeah. Raylan, Raylan Wardlaw on LinkedIn. It, I'm open to everybody on LinkedIn. But, you know, I, I don't want anything crazy on yeah. my uh, Twitter. And I would agree. But uh, that's it for today. Yeah. Um, uh, my name is
1: Raylan Wardlaw. I'm Langston Fraser. Thanks for tuning in to the trailer episode of Talk with the Shore. And we'll see you next week.